1: Weekly Dish with me and Steph March. Uh, We're just hanging. We are hanging. We're hanging out. We've got a lot of fun things happening for you this hour. We are going to do a taste test. It'll be my first one. I'm a little anxious about it. Stephanie? Yeah. What kind of chips did you bring? No, no, no. Not yet. Okay. We got some else to do before. Yep. Uh, What we are going to do is the top two in our two where we give you our top two things that we are obsessing about this week. Like right now. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you know what? We have a fill in producer, and maybe nobody told him about the music. So here's what we're going to do um, Top two. Top two, tap tap two, tap two. two. We're going to just do our own music. Thanks, Rob. No worries. We got it. Uh, Stephanie. Yeah. What are you obsessed with this week in the top two?
0: All right. I'm going to give you uh, two things that I can't stop thinking about. And one was <sighs> something that came across the Twitter sphere, and I was a little bit. Kind of like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? And I feel like I know things. I feel like I'm a professional, but I'm not necessarily a total professional in all forms of life. So Tucker Shaw, who is with Cooks Illustrated, said he put a little uh, tweet out that said, Before she died, my great aunt Berta taught me to sprinkle the pan with a little salt before adding the brownie batter because the bottoms of the brownies touch your tongue first and the salt there makes them taste more chocolatey. And I was like bum, bum, And sometimes your life just starts over because that literally was like, Oh, yes, d- yes, that is what I will now my life has shifted into that lane. That is what I will do from now and on. And why have we been making brownies without salt our whole lives? Well but the and the key is like I know people have like put salt on the top of them, but the, the idea to put them under and then so that it hits your ah, tongue in the right ah, way with right all, all that sugary hot. stuff on top, but the salt <laughs> on the bottom, I thought that was genius. <laughs> It was crazy. It is genius. Yes. And so that hack, I mean, literally, he's got, of course, 7,000 likes on it, you know, uh, just Ah, by tweeting that. I'm just like
1: like visualizing. No, No, you don't like my going "Ah," with my tongue in your face. No,
0: (laughs) but there's but that is a wonderful to me, like, like kind of one of those things that is like the things you think, you know, and then a small move, a small move to the left or the right can change
1: everything. Yes, 100%. So I'm so glad you brought that to us. Yeah, what's your first one? Okay, my first one is the food building, and in particular, eating there. So this is in Northeast Minneapolis. It is the place that houses um, Bakersfield flour and bread. It houses Alomar cheese. It houses uh, Mike Phillips' uh, Red, table. Red Table Meats. And they have had a restaurant in there, but it's now Kieran's Restaurant. Mm-hmm. And Chef Ian Gray is doing the food there. I had a fantastic sausage breakfast sandwich that was kind of life changing. It was on a brioche bun. So that Bakersfield flour bread was unlike,
0: ah, so delicious.
1: Then, it had like this super delicious sausage patty mm-hmm. that was like sagey and kind of like, you know, whenever you eat sage, I think of Thanksgiving. So I, I had that feel. Then this beautiful egg that was folded into uh, like pocket. And then it had Singing Hills Dairy Cheese. And then it had these potatoes that were red potatoes that were kind of smashed, smashed. and craggy and yeah. pulled apart. Those are the best potatoes and ever. And then fried. Yeah. I was like, "Where have these been all my life?" With this delicious sauce, yeah, it was a like twelve dollar plate of victory. Yes. Like I just was like, "This is something." And I was I was going to dinner at five o'clock. This was at like twelve thirty. I ate the entire plate of food. I left half of a potato. And Kieran happened to walk by, and he goes. What's wrong with that piece? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, if you knew that I wasn't even gonna eat here oh and then instead I've eaten everything and I left the one lowly half a potato. That is hysterical. That's what What's Minnesotans wrong with do. that piece? Yeah. And then I just ate it anyway. Yeah. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Um and then I ate again at five o'clock. I did a giant fantastic meal. But uh, food building northeast, not only can you buy these products there, but their restaurant they've turned the corner and it's really good. Yeah, no, I mean Loved it's a totally it. different restaurant. Yeah. That's the best part. So if you went when it was Draft Horse, this is a totally different
0: space and Kieran is a genius. Let's yes, be honest. He and he was on the show right when it opened and uh kind of talking about that and he was I mean, I think that the idea of committing, I think it's what it's needed was a leadership like his mm-hmm. to bring
1: it really all together and to really push it forward. So it's exciting. And I think too like I they're going to have more events they They've redone their event space. If you're looking for a small gathering or like a a wedding that's like under 100 people, you know, they're going to do boards and they just, it's all going on over there. It's very good.
0: Very, very good. Very good. All right. So my second for top two in our two is going to be Black Walnut, which is Black Walnut Bakery is opening this week sometime in Uptown at Sarah Botcher's Bakery. I got a little sneak peek, um, you know, a little media preview the other day. And I have to tell you, she is making croissant loaf bread. Like, like, it's a, it's like a big square. You
1: had me at croissant. Oh
0: my god! Like I, everyone with their croissant, donuts, and their croissant. I'm like, I don't care about your that. I want croissant. I want butter. That's all I want on my croissant ever. And I, and the way that we, you know they make the croissants in the little weird croissant shape is always like when people make sandwiches out of that. I'm always like, I mean, this is fine, but it's a weird. It's a half moon. It's a weird half it moon. It doesn't hold doesn't everything lend right to sandwich. Yes.
1: It doesn't lend to sandwich because you take a bite and all of the filling falls when out on like the little. Little
0: short, weird end, and it's not 100% agreeable. But I, you know, you suck it up for like a good turkey sandwich sometimes. So, anyway, Sarah has made this beautiful block of croissant bread, and she's slicing these thick cuts of this bread and then putting. Breakfast sandwich situation on there, Yum. like egg and cheese and ham, and they're doing a croque monsieur, and it's like
1: for those of you the, listening, I'm sorry, that this is the second breakfast sandwich we've talked about because you're dying right now and you want one so bad. But this
0: one she's doing, and she's doing, she's putting them in the press, the <gasps> sandwich press, and then paniniing it. So it's like this craggy, toasty top, oh. and it's got you know, but it, but here's the deal with the croissant bread, it is so light, it looks like it's going to be this massive thing that almost like you can imagine it like cutting your mouth up because it's so big, and you take one. One bite and it just like the air just goes poof oh. and it is perfection. <laughs> so I'm telling you, beyond the fact that she does bialys and box stocks and like Cuyamans and all that stuff, this croissant loaf bread is gonna be a game changer. I like want to go and get some right now. It's not open.
1: Oh you have to wait it. till next week. Okay, that's when she's gonna open. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, mine is kind of a weird one. Okay. That's not about food necessarily, but it is about food because I can't tell you how many times a week someone sends me an Instagram or they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you don't weigh 600 pounds with all of the food that you eat. And here's why, people. I go to a place in Egan that is called the studio. Oh. And I exercise there. I do cycling there. I do strength training there. And I do studio kickboxing there. There is a teacher there who just had open heart surgery. And she is back. It's She had an eight week time off. She's back. The reason she's back as a fifty-four-year-old woman after having open heart surgery is because she lifts heavy weights. She keeps her body fit, yeah, and she's taught me so much about like lifting weights. Like you can do it two ways: you can lift the little small weights, or you can lift heavy weights. And that the way that you break down your muscles and you continue to burn uh, fat is by weightlifting mm-hmm. and by building up strength. And she's given me confidence to do things I would never have thought I would done. I'm not a kickboxer. Like, I'm a mom, right? But she has just, like, I feel strong when I'm in there. It's all different body types. It's all different ages. Nobody's in there looking at your workout because you're there to do your own workout, I just find that place so inspiring. And when I go there, I get in my car after it's over, I've burned three hundred and fifty calories and I can eat that next breakfast sandwich and feel good about myself. Good. So nice. it is the studio in Egan. They'll have specials, I think, during the month of November. If you Do you know what your instructor's name is? Midge. Midge. Midge so call out to Midge. McCallum. Well done. she's a fantastic person. But like I'm also working next to Lift and Weights next to Neil, who's sixty eight years old, who's the fittest man in the place yeah you know like yeah. i just love that human spirit and that it allows me to keep eating but also to feel fit and to feel good about myself good so it's the studio
0: okay i have one other one i want to add in which is just it's kind of a sad one A bonus yeah it's a bonus but it's a sad one Ooh. but it's but so i wanted to kind of you know kind of close out on it but um before we get into some fun stuff but i have to say i have to do a, a shout out an rip to my dear friend kelly Menard. Who passed away earlier this week? And remember, you guys remember I was talking about the meal train that I was on for a friend? Yeah. I never got to make it because unfortunately Kelly passed. And I want to call him out because of the fact that he was a hospitalitarian of the highest regard and he was a life, he was a lifer server. And I met Kelly first at, um, well the last time I saw Kelly he was a couple months ago at Eastside and he was just starting he was like oh, I'm just I'm gonna give this kind of this a little bit of a show and I looked at him and I was like you look great he's like don't I look like a supermodel and it was just it was that was it was pure Kelly and I remember talking to Ryan Cook and and Damien being like he's what a get like Kelly is the best and he you know unfortunately it was you know his his body was fighting a lot of things and it, he wasn't able to stay there but he was one of those people who, for the first time, he was at Manny's and then he was at Oceanaire and he was at Oceanaire for many, many years. Um, and he was kind of known as Ms. Menard. And Kelly was maybe one of the first very, very gay humans that I met who was so open and proud about himself and, and was still able to give great service while being himself. And I thought that that was something that taught me about how you can. Be humble, but still be yourself and still be a person in that space. And I know that we talked about service in one of our podcasts recently, but Kelly was that person. Kelly showed me you can be yourself and still give of yourself. And that to me was... He's the stamp. He's the gold standard. So I'm sorry about your loss. Yeah, but- and I'm and there's a service on Monday, and I'm gonna be excited to see a ton of the beautiful humans. You'll see my friend Dougie. Yeah, I will totally see Dougie. It was Dougie was one of our little crew. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so I know that everyone is very much in grieving, but I think he's in a better place. I know that he is. I know he was tired, and I think he's just done. So it was. We are gonna miss his crazy smirk and his just his snotty little catty ways. Rest in peace. Kelly. Rest in peace, Cal. At Voyage Healthcare, we are still open and ready to see you for injuries, chronic conditions, med checks and acute care. If you are concerned about safety, call to schedule a video visit. If you believe you've been exposed to the coronavirus or are experiencing any symptoms, please do not come into the office. We can best serve you if you call our coronavirus hotline at 763-587-7900. That number is also found at the voyagehealthcare.com webpage. At Voyage Healthcare, we are here on the journey with you. We have t- chips to taste, and I get to force you to try things for the first time in a long time. I don't or think, ever. Yeah,
1: I've never. I always bring in, and I make you do the chip. I, you did the last year at Thanksgiving. You did the Lay's potato chip challenge. Right. You did the Pocky hot chip challenge that yeah. made our friend Heather Manley barf on the side of the road. Right. We, yeah. Yeah. There we go. I've made you eat lots of funky things on this show, this is so true. it's only fair that and you turn the not tables. And this is not even
0: mean. That makes me sad. <laughs> like I haven't even really ponied up to this party. That means. All right. I'm gonna hand you. I'm not. I want you to taste the chip first before I'm handing you a stack. You can pick your stack, your pick. And oh, um, like so there's round. two Lay's flavors that were actually for the first time, kind of intriguing to me that I thought was okay, maybe something Lay potato chip. Right. So here's the first one. These are, you know, and, and quite honestly, they're, you know, they, they're pretty benign flavors as it goes. Cheese. Okay. It's cheese. Yeah. She's weighing out. She's eyes closed. Is it just cheese? That's all you get. There's something else, but I don't know what the other thing is. I think this is pretty right on, actually, for what it is. If you're thinking about flavors that... Cheese and chicken? Oh? Like chicken wing? No. No, but you're kind of getting closer. What does cheese go with? Well, cheese goes with everything. Uh, Right? What do you think?
1: I don't know. The third one's making me feel kind of gross.
0: Okay. It's grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah, I can totally get that. You pulled it? You pulled the tomato soup out of there? Yeah,
1: but I don't want to eat those. No, it's not. They're delicious Mm -hmm. for like the first one. The second one was a little less delicious. And the third one was kind of like, what is that aftertaste? And it's the tomato soup.
0: It is the tomato soup. But it does taste like it. Yeah, a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? I know. I think that there's, I mean, I crave grilled cheese and tomato soup Uh all the time.
1: Parallel, the best. Is that where you like the best? Oh, Stephanie. Stephanie. So good.
0: I think uh, what makes it shop. good
1: the tomato soup is that like hearty, delicious, caramelized, roasted tomato. Okay, and then the grilled cheese is just like a lot of cheese, but not too much cheese, not too many different kinds of cheese, and just perfectly oh, we grilled talked about bread. This. Right, right. Yep.
0: Yeah. I still think that, uh, I still think that Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble has the best for yeah. me. It has had, and I don't know if it's because also I don't want my tomato soup to be sweet. I want it to be tart and kind of rich. Yeah. And for some reason, when they add the sugar, you know, and I know that the idea is to add the sugar to brighten the flavors, but almost everybody adds too much sugar. And to me, that's, I want it to be tart, you know, and tangy. But, and that also the cheese situation, like the bread and the cheese, the ratio has to be more, you know, it has to be pleasing. You can't have two hunks of huge bread and then this like thin. 100%. That is the worst grilled cheese fail of all time. It's cheese to bread ratio. Yeah. You yeah. need, and then, but it is true. You need the bread to be able to support the cheese
1: too. Cause you can't have. You know, and you need a good bread taste, right? Like white bread's fine. I like white bread. And sometimes you get a good white bread grilled cheese. Yeah. But if you can have a little nuttiness to the bread, I think it holds up with the cheese. I'm okay. with. I'm a sourdough kind of purist. Like if
0: I could just have sourdough on my grilled cheese, that would be great. And then I've put pickles on my cream or on my grilled cheese lately (laughs) because I think that's good.
1: Okay. Here's tip two. Okay. So, and these are Lay's chips. Yep.
0: Okay. This is the
1: second one
0: that she doesn't know what they are. Um, This is a strange one. I don't really understand this one. But I do, but I don't.
1: Hot, I thought like Sriracha.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's what you think the flavor is?
1: It's real hot. Yes, hot. Them. Okay. What do you think? Cheeseburger. Oh, you get beefy and out of that too? Beefy, but it's hot. But like it's spicy hot. hot. It is spicy hot. And there's a pickle flavor. Yeah.
0: Well, that's because it is Flaming Hot Dill Pickle. That's oh! it. <laughs> well done, Yay! you. Yay!
1: I did it! Yep. Just and that's what it tastes like, and they're good. You like them? I do. They're, are they too hot? They're hot, but not too hot, but I like hot. Do
0: you I like hot pickles? Those. Do
1: you like spicy, spicy hot yes, pickles? I do. Have you, do you make them? Have you made any? No, I can't get them hot enough. I've made, I've put jalapenos, I only pickled once this year. Right. And I would say my pickles are a solid six. Actually, I haven't. Have I brought you any? No. Okay. You have a lot of promises out there of things to bring me, and then they <laughs> and fall a lot sh- of failures. They fall short. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring you some pickles. I think they're they were kind of they got kind of mushy. They taste yeah. good, but they were kind of mushy.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, that's that's the thing. Is like you, I want I want a pickle to be kind of snappy and tart and Mine like our chips. Yours are. Oh, and you do the chips. How come you don't ever do like the big ones? Because I had big cucumbers. Oh.
1: So, Got it. But next year. So maybe. the bigger
0: the cucumber, too, the flabbier it's going to be. You
1: know what I mean? <laughs> That's what they That's always what say. That's what
0: they say my about
1: God. your cucumbers.
0: Okay. I have one more chip I want you to try.
1: Okay. Because that one burned my mouth out. So I know. So you might need to a do sip this. of coffee.
0: Um. So this one is not kind of a normal
1: chip, but I want to get your feeling on it. Okay. I'm clearing my palate. Okay. I'm getting ready. I have my eyes closed. Here's Oh, I like the like shape of this chip. Uh-huh. It's like a heart, and it's ridged. Yeah, it's like, like a, chip. a waffle. Look how almost uniformish they are. Oh yeah, they almost look like they could be a stack of Pringles, but they're not. Okay,
0: so you need to have a bite of that one
1: and tell me what you think.
0: Hmm. And these are a very. This is like
1: one of those very interesting this is Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> they have a little bit of like a vegetal nori-ish, Ooh. sesame-ish flavor. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh.
1: Mm. And like the aftertaste is um, sushi. Oh my so god! Like rice.
0: Wow. How am I doing? You're doing pretty good. Um, they are they are Japanese potato chips from United Noodle. And they are just called Beijing flavored. Okay. So I think you nailed it with the fact there's a little bit of soy in there, like some soy sauce. Yep. And there's definitely a little bit of like fish sauce that might give you like some of the nori aspect of it.
1: Yep. But they're just these elegant, beautiful chips. And they have a nice uh, rice flavor on the back. Like -hmm. uh, like you eat that sushi and you get, if you're eating a roll, like you kind of get into the rice as its own flavor. Right. It's like that. What would be the chip that you want them to make? Because, you know, with all of this stuff, like
0: the chicken and the, the biscuits and gravy stuff, that's disappointing. What would be the chip that
1: you're, like, dying for them to get on with? If it tasted like it? Yeah. Dry rubbed Monte Carlo wing mm. chip. You're right. That would be a spectacular. But it has to, like, I don't want it to be weird, fake chicken tasting, but that flavor profile of the dry rubbed wing. Yeah. Really well executed. Mm-hmm. And then something I could dip into, like, a ranch. Oh, yes. But I don't know how they would do it.
0: No. Well, I mean, it is seasonings. It's just seasonings. That's the thing. Is like that to me is easier because it's it's actually seasonings they put on the chicken. So why wouldn't they just be able to put it on a chip?
1: Maybe we should try to make that. And you if you eat Old Bay chips, mm-hmm. you do get the flavor of like that Old Bay shrimp boil. Yeah because of just that seasoning alone. Well, and then there's, it's basically also the taste
0: memory. That's why I wanted you not to, like, I wanted you to taste it before you knew what it was supposed to be. No, I'm glad
1: that I didn't know what I was eating before I ate it. And I should have guessed the grilled cheese Mm because it does really taste like that. Yeah, and the tomato soup, like, that's a weird side. I will uh, give you a sneak
0: idea that basically I have sampled the Dots Southwest,
1: the new Southwest flavoring of Dots pretzels. Oh, and the Dots pretzels are really addictive and very tasty. Uh-huh. It's got MSG, which is why they're so delicious. Perfect.
0: <laughs> Bring it on. Pour it in my mouth.
1: And they're having a new Southwest flavor. Yeah, I've, I have had a prototype. I'm not saying Yum. it's the
0: last one. I had a taste test of yeah. a couple things, and it was interesting. Very interesting. But the things you could taste, you're like, oh, I know what this is. You know, like there's yes. little bits of it, and you're like, okay.
1: Jalapeno. Yeah. yeah. A little buttermilky. Yeah. Taco. Yeah, it was oh good. yum.
0: All right, gang, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk Halloween candy because I am also gonna continue to make Hanson eat things. I'm gonna make her eat some some things. Yum. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back. This is the weekly dish. We are talking taste testing things today. Um, putting it out, you guys, on the uh the Facebook page. God, by the way, I did throw a little question up today. I asked dishers if you wanted to tell us either your best Halloween candy story or what is your best worst candy. And I put out my best is a hundred grand. Worst is an almond joy.
1: Oh, I love those almond. Everyone, joys. a
0: lot of people do. And I said my story was, uh, if there was an honor bucket of candy outside of a dark house, um, I would circle back every time and then empty it into my bag.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, Stephanie! Uh-huh. March. When my crew would
0: move down and be like, "Oh, I think I dropped a," I you think didn't I even dropped tell a light. your Fellow no, people, like we would go on and then I would circle back and I'd empty that whole bucket into my bag because I am the bad Stephanie.
1: <laughs> really, you are. <laughs> You are 100%. in just the funniest way. Uh-huh. Yep, and you know, embrace. I'm the good Stephanie. Yeah. I do things just because I think there's you. That's what you're supposed to do, and it's supposed to be good. But that makes me bad too because I'm not doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. So that's what's hilarious mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. good and the bad Stephanie. But
0: there's a lot of great answers on the uh, the Facebook. A lot of a lot of people are saying that their f- favorites are Almond Joy, their worst are you know like Megan says, favorite Almond Joy, worst are nerds,
1: which are kind of bad um but good in a drink in oh really yeah there's like i i had a nerd holiday drink once and it was pretty good oh uh Bree says
0: best twix worst bottle caps and also oh i, love I would have joined cap. you and circled back someone said that so that's good i have some other evil twins out there um uh, has
1: anybody said those peanut butter kisses the wrapped little toffee peanut butter worst a bit of honey straight to the garbage for christy yeah um, pearson's candy makes those i love those yeah
0: Oh, wait a minute. Here it is. Uh, Best equals Heath and the worst is a tie for me. Hate bit of honey and those peanut butter kisses. (laughs) As kids, we traded candy so everyone got what they wanted and it all worked out. Of course. That's lovely. That's the point. Yeah no I don't yeah and I love this one best hundred grand or Reese's peanut butter cups I don't have a worst my name is Kathy I am a sugar addict that's
1: funny <laughs> that's like my husband too someone said their worst is Twix how can Twix be worse? I don't know because it's delicious robed candy I know caramel. that is a shocker to me Stephanie Wilber, I tell you what yeah
0: um so that's kind of fun I, bottle caps though is funny because I just think like does anybody even
1: give bottle caps anymore do those are I those hope even so because they're delicious you yeah love those? they're in the bag of Willy Wonka oh if oh, you buy the mixed fun bag. They're buy the fun bag. And the root beer ones are fantastic.
0: I would like to know who like what's left in your bag. You know what I mean? Like when you're in your bowl. If do you let them kid do you let the kids pick or do you give them the things? I
1: give because otherwise there's the greedy kids like you that two hander in there and Wait, well, do you, end you ever up say like out can you candy. I
0: never I didn't know this, this was pick. surreptitious bad behavior. I never did it in front of the adults. <laughs> I always did it behind. I let the little kids pick, but like
1: the older kids, I just put a couple in their bag.
0: I, f- I think it's funny when they sit there and they're like, mm, uh, ooh, and they're like, P-. I'm like, just grab some. Let's <laughs> the just kids go. that
1: can't decide. Yeah, that's and they're like, me. oh,
0: I just, I think maybe I have this and then one more. <laughs> and Do what I, if get one I have more? a side order? Okay. um, Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted the hash browns. Yeah, like, oh, but I wanted milk Deeds and Twizzlers. And I have like so many Twizzlers. I'm like,
1: okay. Oh, the Twizzlers. I, I love know. those.
0: I know, that's great. All right. So, anyway, feel free to go on the old Facebook page and, and uh, tell us your favorite stories. I love this one. One year I lived in North Dakota, we gave out pixie sticks. There was a snowstorm, so no trick-or-treaters. We were teachers, so we gave them out at school. (laughs) (laughs) Never have gone the cheap route again. Anything chocolate is best. The giant
1: pixie sticks are real fun to get in your bag. Oh, God. In fact, if I know who sells those, I might do that. Right. Right. Um, Also, like, full-size candy bars are fun. Yes, and
0: I... I, There's a soda. You can buy in a box of 18 full-size candy bars for, like, 10 bucks. So, like... I. She was twelve dollars at Cub total. I saw it for sixteen at like Walgreens. But I mean, you could do it if you don't have a lot of trick or treaters. You could get a couple boxes of those and be like the king of the block.
1: I don't think it's cool to give like cans of Coca Cola anymore.
0: No, well, <laughs> you know what? It, but why?
1: Why not? Why not? How about? How do you feel about? What's bags the difference of, between Coca Cola and a giant thing in M and M's? How do you feel about nothing? How do you feel about bags of chips? Because some people, like, you get They're the doing, fun bag and you I'm get, okay. like, a bag like, of little Doritos. I'm yeah. or Doritos.
0: I'm fine. Anything snacky is fine. <laughs> Um, here, Molly says, Molly King says, in 1975, mom took us out trick or treating and left dad home alone to dish out candy at the door. It was a big night and dad ran out of candy. So instead of shutting off the lights, he got creative. He started handing out grapes. <laughs> Direct to bag, a single grape to squish and squirt all over, depleting our house of beloved grapes. When we got home and mom learned what had happened, you can imagine the, uh, the rant that That's happened. That's pretty hilarious. That, that
1: is amazing. We gave out dollar bills once when we ran out. Did you really? Yeah. That's a little <laughs> peeling off the, we the singles. We didn't have anything, yeah. I was like, I was a waitress at the time, so right. I was like, oh, we've got dollar bills! we yep. got a snack right here!
0: I had a I had a house I remember hitting, and they had like, they had run out of stuff, and so they were digging into their change bowl. They had this yes. massive change, and they just took a handful of pennies, nickels, dimes, and just like went That's into fun. your bag. I was like, thank you?
1: That's really fun. I know.
0: Alright, I want have a couple more taste <clears throat> tests, because we have One of the things we love are line extensions. We all know that like a brand needs to get creative. Uh, M&M has started this interesting little international flavors, and I'm making Hanson taste some of them. Okay. So start with the ones with the green and yellow there. Okay. This is a brand. This is a surprising one for me. This is a peanut one, but I thought it was an interesting foray into this level of candy making. And she's gonna try. These are these are supposed to be sort of like international, but they're also just sort
1: of different flavors. What do you think? It's spicy. Yeah. So is it like Mexican or jalapeno?
0: It is Mexican jalapeno peanut M and M's. Yum. What do you think about it? It's good. You like it? I don't really. I don't love like I love a spice and a chocolate together, but to me that one I don't know there was something. I liked it. That was good. Okay, go to the next one. Okay. The next one. Is a little bit more. This one is kind of presents right away. You're gonna. I feel like, but I don't think that this one has the same. Um, I oh. don't know. This one is a lot, isn't it?
1: It's in a brown bag. I'm it's just giving brown, sugary. Yeah, maybe marshmallowy. Oh, interesting. Like toasted something. Okay. It's English toffee. It's gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it comes off as more of like a mocha to me than yeah. anything. It's like,
1: some marshmallow toasty roasty. It's supposed to be toffee
0: English. It toffee. tastes fake. Tastes fake. Okay. The that next was one. just
1: gross. That was a
0: little bit. And weird. how can an
1: M M&M M be gross? Like Ooh. really, you gotta try hard well, to mess that up. They
0: also make pumpkin pie ones, which I did not des- I decided not to inflict upon you. Are they that bad? It's like a chemical bomb
1: of okay. weird pumpkin pie. That's flavor. how I felt that was. Ooh, wait, I gotta like literally. Yeah, rinse you gotta have here. a cleanser. A cleanser. Get down, get down. I got a coffee cleanse. Okay.
0: okay. All right, last one on the m M&M. and
1: I love the color of these yeah. M&M's. They're blue and green, and mm-hmm. they look fun. They're very pretty. Like Monsters Inc.
0: Right, what do you think? can't even get this one open. You're feeling it? She's got her eyes closed. She's sort of into it, but not. I don't know, I can't tell. What do you think?
1: Wow, yeah. it's like suntan lotion. Oh, yes. It's like coconut um. Yeah. Uh, no. Not in a good way. Not in a good it's way. It's like licking the suntan lotion off my boyfriend. Oh, well, that's my memory. There's another
0: thing we can say. But, about you that. know, uh, this is is the- it coconut? It's Thai coconut. It's supposed to be Thai coconut.
1: Yeah. It's coconutty. I don't mind the coconutty taste. tastes part. just like copper tone.
0: Yeah, but that's like to me. That's what if you're gonna do. It's like watermelon it doesn't actually taste like watermelon. When you do
1: coconut flavoring, it doesn't actually taste like coconut. It tastes like it's funny that flavoring. that brought me to that weird, uncomfortable place that I said out loud. Yes, it really. Well, yeah. <laughs> that sitting here Thinking at of eleven like years, I don't find that to Memories and me, where something takes you. Yeah, that's
0: that's just you, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Okay, I want you to. Okay, so is now, there more? There's, that's your for your M&M's okay. 4 thing, but I want to talk about the fact that uh, we both like candy corn. We do. And that's a thing that not a lot of people are... Uh, here, Do you get this whole bag. Uh, oh. Yay. That a lot of people have these weird things about candy corn. I feel like last year was the think piece about candy corn year, where people were like, candy corn is trash. Yeah. And they made these huge written think pieces on It was y. a hot take. It was a hot take. <laughs> Dang, Yeah. And there's all these, and then there, and then this year, I feel like there's a defense, you know, of it all. Now it's like candy corn isn't as bad as you think, you know, and why candy corn is great. So there's a lot of this, but I think that the, I think that the makers all decided, you know what, maybe we should muck around a little bit with this. And so I found Brock's. They have like taken what is normally just that, you know, bag, plastic, you know, long bag of candy corn, and now they have, whipped it up and because they have you know the idea of putting your peanuts with your candy corn and making it taste like a salted nut roll is one thing i'm all about that they have bagged it we have a mini candy corn and chocolate covered peanuts in a bag and that is really good it's delicious everybody that i have passed that to that has tried it who likes candy corn loves it even people who say they don't like candy corn they have said that that's an improvement yeah they would take it no i liked it And here's the other thing they did, which I can't even bring you a bag of because of the fact that everyone, that Evan from Fox 9 stole it and ate the whole bag. Um, But it was a natural. It was called Candy Corn Natural. And what they did was they took out, they used natural flavorings and they took out the artificial colors. So they're a little bit paler than your normal candy
1: corns. But That is so weird. Like candy corn for health nuts? Well, I think it's more
0: about taking it off like that weird that if for some people were saying it doesn't taste anything real, there's a little bit more of a honey flavor to those. I will say that I I ate a bag of those too. Here may be the weirdest extension of all, and I don't know what to do about this, and I'm going to leave them here because they kind of freak me out a little bit. Okay. But I want you to see them because I don't understand. They have taken candy corn, and then they've made them into the shape of footballs so that it's like... Game day candy corn extension treat. And yet, at the same time, they look like these very strange little, like, like quenelles almost, you know, when you get those for dessert. And then they, instead of these white strings on the top where they're supposed to be, they kind of look like mold, you know. And it's almost like the pumpkin, like when you make the pumpkin candy corn, but they're football
1: shaped. And I find them to be very strange. And oh, they're large. So, without that salt and yeah. candy corn mixture that yeah. I kind of like, yeah, it's just too much candy corn, right? And too mapley. Too mapley. It's weird. Yeah, footballs weird. Well, anyway, so why there do you we go. I need to eat footballs. No, Can candy, don't wait to see candy corn. Leave them there. Yeah, this is for the next family. All right, that there comes you go. In.
0: Yeah, the next show is I'm sure Harmony and Allie. With, oh, um, Allie likes candy. Chopper, I, I bet. would love this. All right, you guys. That's that's what we got. I think the big thing to know this year, as far as your Halloween candy roundup. Everybody loves Reese's. Everybody loves Reese's. Just get Reese's
1: and do the pumpkins because that makes you like everybody's favorite. That's yes, it. that's that's the end of the story. Okay, and no popcorn balls because that's the thing that was left in the end of my bag always because they were always a little unwrapped, so you couldn't eat them anyway. Well, popcorn and then, balls like, is weird. Nobody a little eats popcorn in balls. the bottom of yeah. your bat your pillowcase and then they stick. Yeah. Yeah, that's what was in the bottom of my bag. And also, Tootsie Rolls are for
0: parades, not for Halloween. Okay, let's remember this, people. Like, you can have Tootsie Rolls and throw them at people at parades. That's summer. You do not put them in bags in at uh, Halloween.
1: Okay, I these think I made a moral objective that, and I like Tootsie Rolls. So there you go. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. And we've come back. <laughs> I like this song. This is the Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. I like the Joni. It's cool. the Jonas. The Joni. The Jonas. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of went all like National Public Radio over there for a second. Right. like, And Pete Schweddy is uh, our next guest.
0: I have to tell you that Kristen gave us a little tweet that she says with a hot tip that Velveteen in Stillwater has amazing grilled cheese and tomato soup. Okay. So if you're out in Stillwater looking for it. There you
1: go. We always love good grilled cheese. Yeah. Um, Stephanie. Yeah. We, I just, my mouth right now is like, like I need to get something different in it.
0: Are you doing anything for Halloween? Are you doing any, Uh, like, are you going to a party?
1: Are you doing anything? Here's what I'm doing today. I'm going to the nook to bowl with my family. That's my fun Halloween activity. Um, Halloween itself. I Maybe we'll pass out some candy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't do dress up. That's not my thing. You,
0: you end, you say that every year, and then you end up going out somewhere and kind of dressing up.
1: Sort of. If yeah. my husband makes us, yeah. yeah. No, we don't have a plan this year. Okay. And I have no costume, and I'm fine with that. Okay. But I have started to watch Suspiria twice, and I've not finished it. I thought I would like watch all these Halloween movies. Yeah, but it's not really it's working not gig- for me either.
0: Oh. Are you kind of just not... Did you carve a pumpkin or anything? No. Okay. No. I know. Well, for me, quite honestly, my daughter's wedding is next weekend, so dishers I will not be on the show next weekend because I will be getting my hair done. Yes, Elizabeth
1: Reese will fill in.
0: But, uh, so, I mean, I basically, I've just been, I kind of feel like Halloween doesn't get to happen this year for me because I have too much other stuff to do. I can't make it go. And I'm fine with that.
1: Weddings are so much. Yeah. Yeah. Someday we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not now, but no, yeah, but someday,
0: yeah. And so, just trying to get all the things and the you know, coordinate the last minute details and helping
1: out with you know things and making it fun. So it'll be great. Can we talk about? And this is your daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what you're serving. Um, like, what's the food product?
0: They wanted to do kind of a fun surf and turf. It's not dinner. But they are doing um so. John Whitley from Animales is doing oh, a gosh. rib table, like ribs and sausage and biscuits and you know pickles and stuff. Yum! I know. And then that's they, epic. I know. And then another table is Billy from Bibuda is doing sushi. So we have sort of a surf and turf kind of a funny thing happening, and it's just you know snacks and all the rest, and you know it's not like if n- there's no sit down dinner. Yes. It's just like kind of go up. if you're bingly. hungry. There's a cocktail. The create catering is doing our cocktail a portion of it with like meats and cheeses and all that kind of stuff because we don't want people to get too sloopy right away because it is an open bar (laughs) but it's at the holden room which is lovely i'm excited to see how parallel yeah as we were talking about it i'm excited to see how that all goes out so um so yeah so that'll be next weekend exciting what
1: is the dessert part
0: Uh, i think it's muddy paws cheesecake okay yeah so yeah andrew and megan met up with uh tammy and loved her and so they, they got a deal going and they, they, cause you know, it's like little cheesecake bites are again, kind of much better than
1: big dry cake. And a whole piece of yeah something. Weird, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just want a little bite at a wedding. Not yeah. Like kinda, the whole marzipan. Everyone wants to dance and do all the fun stuff. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what's happening. Okay. So. so is there a dance? Yeah. There's a DJ. Okay. So we'll see. Who'd, where'd you find the DJ?
0: DJ Omar Bliss, man. Omar Bliss is one of the coolest DJs in town, if you're looking for one. He has done... I met him through MSP Mag. He did some events for us. And I was like... I mean, we have jammed to him. When, we, when I was building Snack Ship at the Super Bowl, and we were building that huge one in the atrium at yep. uh, City Center... That was, he was there giving the tunes to the jam and it was the
1: best. I was like, you can, we are, we are people. I heard a song this week that (laughs) you're going to laugh when I tell you, because it reminds me of a DJ song that you'd hear at a wedding and I really hope you play it. Staying Alive by Lizzo. So I love that song anyway, but her version of it. Right. Oh, like I like bust a move onto the dance floor. I get out of my way. I can't get there fast enough. I have not heard that. Oh, I like downloaded it on my stupid phone. I liked it so much. I was like bringing you back to the year two thousand ten. Oh,
0: when you like bought a song. Oh, I was like singing alive. Is like no, I know, but I
1: like bought her version, and I haven't like bought a song for a real long time. Really. Huh. I just I wanted it on my phone for perpetuity. For perpetuity. I wanted it for the rest of my life. You know who else has a song that just was released? Speaking of weird music facts? Hmm. The Who. Oh. Just released a song. That's pretty great. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So look for that. Look for that. I'm a Spotify girl, so I just sort of yeah, grab just all of it. The Who new song.
0: Um, a couple things happening this weekend that we wanna shout out because it is a gorgeous day and you should get out there because it may be our last one. Uh, just and and in terms of getting ready for knife for uh, the feast knife, knife event knife <laughs> fe- knife fest I almost called it knife feast but knife fest is happening at Kitchen Window in Uptown and that means that they are doing free knife sharpening
1: it's a great event
0: free knife skills classes and twenty to seventy percent off all cutlery. And accessories. So like, if you're thinking you need to, like, the one thing I would say is like, get your knives in order for your feast if you're cooking. Absolutely. Um, another thing happening, we talked last weekend about the Bushel to Bottle, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Bushel to Bottle Festival happening at Minnesota Harvest. Oh, I'm glad they got a nice weekend. God, it's going to be great down there. Here's the thing inside that's kind of lovely. The 13th annual global chili cook off. I love that one at yes. the Midtown Global Market. They have like, you pay a suggested five bucks and you basically wander around the market and sample chili all day. Not bad. Nothing wrong with that. Not bad. And tomorrow, if you guys are out and about, listen, it's the finals for the Iron Bartender. This is for a good cause if you want to come down. It's like, you know, a small ticket price and you basically help feed hungry kids. But it's also fun to watch all the bartending teams create cocktails. Lots of good stuff. So, that is it.
1: You will be off at the wedding next weekend. I can't wait to hear about it. Shockingly taking a Saturday off, you guys. I don't even know what that's like. I will be here with Elizabeth Reese, who I know has been cooking up a storm. She had a little cooking summit with her and Bernie that was real cute. That was really cute. Where they made carbonara. They made the carbonara. I know. So cute. Oh, my God. So, she will be with us next week, as will uh, Melissa Diaz from El Burrito Mercado. So, she'll get you caught up on what's happening over there for catering and for holiday.
0: Good. And, Yeah. So there you go. So go out, you guys, and roast your pumpkins, carve your pumpkins, eat your candy, scare little kids. That's what you to do. Ciao, ciao.
1: This is a summer to stay connected, locally. From the pandemic, to protests, to the upcoming election, there is so much information to take in. And on PodMN you can access hundreds of Minnesota made podcasts on one app. Current events, health information, political talk. Plus you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime and more. Pod MN also comes with listener rewards. In July you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops and more, just for listening. Download PodMN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting PodMN.com Minnesota podcasts live here.